Welcome to a new episode of Black Boy Joy Podcast with me, Ainsley. I'm back again for another week, this time with my good friend Cassie joining me on the mic. From a day one back there, you'll remember that she appeared on a past episode. She is a content creator, a food content creator specifically, based in London. And she just joined me just to talk about the year 2022 so far and how it's been for us both. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Black Border Podcast, Cassie, again. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. I love coming down and talking to you. So the first thing we need to do, first thing item on the agenda, is to get this bottle of Prosecco opened. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, this could be a complete disaster, okay? Hopefully it won't be. I feel like, you know, it's been sat, it's, it's been chilling, so hopefully okay, it won't hold, be a disaster. Right, hold on, hold on. I mean, I, I, I have all I, the faith in you, Ainsley. All I, I have set myself up a failure by doing this, like <laughs> while recording. <laughs> Again, I have all the faith in you. You've got this. All right, hold on, hold on. Yay! That's almost perfect. <laughs> almost perfect. Now, so that's stage one done. Now, the second stage is that to pour. Not the pouring. Hold on, hold on. A good, good pour. God, these glasses are big, aren't they? That's a series. Yeah, Why you should I, have champagne flutes in your house? Whatever. whatever, whatever. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good flute, Ainsley. As I said before we started, I I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the inclination to go to get in. Like, you can get them from Ikea. They are not that expensive. Oh, right, okay. Right, make them look if they're feathered. If, if, if <laughs> <laughs> Fine, done. I'll add, it to, I'll add you to the list of people I'm buying for. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. That was a good, good clink. Yay. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to decide what I think of the Prosecco. It's the Tesco one. It's actually really nice. Mm, it's, it's not. not. It's not as dry as some. It's not freezing it though, is it? Mm? It's not freezing it. Oh, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> Although this used to be six pounds, gone up to eight. Mm. Cost of living, people. Everything is teeth. Ev- everything like, is teeth now. Everything is teeth nowadays. And it's not even on the club card no more. Usually, you can get it on the club card for like six fifty. No. A whole eight pounds. Tesco said, you're not going to pay for everything. Basically. <laughs> Tesco's out of order. Tesco's out of order. Miss Tesco, come on now. Humble yourself, please, Mr. Tesco. You ain't no more suspenses up in here. Anyway, we haven't got to the second point of order before we properly begin. <laughs> um, I want to ask you one thing that makes you, that makes you feel joyful or making you feel joyful at the moment. Oh, you know what? Cooking. Cooking always makes me feel joyful. When I'm feeling some type of way, I don't know some certain people listen to this, they're going to be like, oh, she said some type of way. When I don't feel myself, mm-hmm. or when I'm not happy, I cook, and cooking brings me joy. I like to try out new recipes, and cook for people. My love language is cooking. Okay. If I like not you, sure I'll cook how you. that fits in one of the five love languages. Shh. Shh. Like I said, nine, one of my love languages is cooking. If I cook for you, it means I genuinely like you or love you. So I've cooked for you many a time. Ah, ain't that the truth? <laughs> so um, we, I mentioned in the intro that Cathy is a food content creator. I am. You have a platform called Cathy's Kitchen. I do, on Instagram and TikTok. Hey. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us what that's about? What is that? What's Cathy's Kitchen? So, I was diagnosed with diabetes in, what, 2019 now? And 
being black, we're more prone to getting type 2 diabetes because of the food that we eat. And mm-hmm. a lot of it can be quite unhealthy with the frying mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So I basically wanted to see if I can put a twist on some of the Caribbean food that we love. Mm-hmm. And because I'm Jamaican, uh, you know, food, again, love language. Um, it was important to me to be able to eat the things that I love and try and make them as healthy as I can. Sometimes yeah. I can't. Sometimes I have to use a hell of a lot of oil to fry certain things. But now, thanks to the art, I have my air fryer. So <laughs> I'm not using as much oil anymore. But yeah, I was trying to find a way to incorporate my love of food and health into one thing and create different recipes and just different ways of cooking, really. Okay. And so, like, Cassie Kitchen, you say it's on Instagram, it's on TikTok, but, like, you do more than that. You catered events before. You've helped yep. me cater, You've helped, helped me do a, quote, a quote, supper club for my birthday where there were yep. three-course meals uh, meals made for people, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, there are many, what, strings to my bow, as they say. Um, yeah, catering, again, I love to cook and try things out. And with the supper clubs, it's like a collaborative process. So you tell me what you want or the theme you want. I will go off, see what we can figure out, what I can actually throw down in the kitchen and come up with your best food fantasy, essentially. Yes. <laughs> I would like to say that I have been like the happiest guinea pig in the world. <laughs> so um, usually on Fridays or traditionally it was on Fridays that mm-hmm. um, Cassie would be in the kitchen, in the lab cooking up some other concoction mm-hmm. and I would come around and we would actually pretty much as we're doing now we'd uh, share yeah. what a bottle of wine and a bottle of Prosecco and just try it and see hopefully what we think of it and you get fed yes and I get excuse me I get fed I get watered I get jokes and then I go <laughs> and then I go back to my yard again <laughs> you know, it's a good time to be fair we, yeah, we need to you know when Christmas out of the way um, we definitely need to start those up again because I did try last week um, it was Thanksgiving on Thursday, but some of the girls got together. We had like, a little Friendsgiving situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried oxtail spring rolls. Tell me how they were. They were banging. Like, oxtail oxtail honestly, spring rolls. You know what? It's something that I've been trying to figure out how to make work for a while. Mm-hmm. And as we know, with like meats like that, you have to slow cook them. Mm-hmm. So I seasoned it, let it marinate for about 24 hours. And I put it in the slow cooker for seven hours. Mm-hmm. So let it sit and cook with some carrots and red cabbage just mm-hmm. to give it a little bit of depth. Mm-hmm. Um, let it cook. It would literally, the oxtail slid right off the bone and then put them in spring rolls, fried them up. And they were, yeah, they were really, really good. Amazing. And like you've tried, like you've tried oxtail spring roll before. You've tried planting waffles. Yeah, planting waffles and fried chicken. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, like, I, I think it's fair to say that you get, like, quite creative in the kitchen. Yeah, because I don't want us just to have the bog standard, what my mum or, you know, that generation cooking. Yes, they've taught us what we know, well, say for myself, my mum, my grandma taught me how to cook and taught me certain things. We're a new generation. I want to be able to twist it and make it my own. And God willing, one day I want my kids to do the exact same thing when it comes to the food that I'm giving them. They can give, they have their own take on a planting cup or... Yeah. A curry chicken or whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, with Cassie's Kitchen, like, what is it that you're hoping to gain out of it? Like, what are you hoping to do? Like, where do you see it? I feel like it's a fucking job interview. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit. Damn. I'm going to get a job after this. (laughs) Um, So, I am... 
I want to put together a cookbook. I've already started kind of gathering my recipes in somewhere. Um, so yeah, I'd love to have a cookbook so people can try the things that I'm I perfected essentially. Um, and I would love to have a cooking show, like you know the ones you have on a Sunday morning on like Channel Four, but ten times better with Raven and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, something yeah. like that. That is what I want. I want yeah. to bring my food to the masses essentially. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. This is like, so what would you say this is like the first stepping stone in like, hopefully, what, an empire maybe? Yeah. Or like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. One thing I wanted to say actually about your, um, what your kind of like mantra to trying to make Caribbean food, to make it healthier. Mm-hmm. I think I've told you before, but I am on a crusade against all-purpose seasoning. <laughs> you have told me this before all-purpose yeah. seasoning anyone who's listening if you've got all-purpose seasoning in your cupboard dash it away <laughs> <laughs> dash it in the bin <laughs> to be fair I don't actually use all-purpose anymore I used to it used to be part of my staples in my seasoning I've still got it I just don't use it my housemate does yeah but all-purpose is basically it's it's an amalgamation of all the seasoning so there's no point. You're already, already putting in Yeah, exactly. So there's no need to add it because it's not adding anything to the dish. Yeah, exactly. So for those who are not of a Caribbean or even African persuasion, yeah. or those who wouldn't typically use all-purpose seasoning in their food, it, it what, it's what Cassie says. So like most of the spices that we typically use to tease our food with is all in one, like in one handy, one handy dandy um, cup that you can use yeah. to season your food. And like when you when you when you use it and it's in the food, the food tastes fine. It tastes good. Yeah, and even if you don't use it, the food is just it's fine. Well, you, this is the point I'm making. Yeah, like we all know by now, we know that type two diabetes is like a killer in our community. Hundred percent. All my grandparents had diabetes. Man, it's like it's um, it's typical to like to black to like black cultures. That's uh, Caribbean and West African, or even just African cultures. Mm-hmm. And the sodium content in that all-purpose seasoning is so high. Yep, ridiculous. And high. I know that when we're seasoning our food, when my mom and nan are seasoning their food, man, they're putting the all-purpose seasoning and then the same seasoning, the same individual Over seasoning. Again. And then the salt. And then the salt. <laughs> it's like, okay, we don't need all of this. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and when it goes in, what you read, what you realize over time is that like all the food kind of starts tasting the same. the same. Yeah. If you really want to, if you're really about it, you really want to cook. You really want to when you put paprika in, you want to taste paprika. Exactly. When you put bits of cayenne pepper in, you want to taste, taste that, taste that individual exactly. bit. So it's making us lazy cooks. Uh huh. It is bringing that. our blood pressure up. For no reason. No reason. No reason. Dash it away. That. Dash it away. <laughs> Very much that. Moving swiftly on. So the point of today's um, today's podcast, I guess, would be just to kind of, I mean, it's December now. It's December's come around way too fast. Way too fast. Way, way order, too way fast. Too fast. <laughs> so I kind of just wanted to have a conversation about what's been happening to both of us in this whole year, what's happened to me since the podcast hasn't been on, what's happening to you. I guess the best way to start just to ask you about how your 2022 has been. I mean, there's still a few weeks left, but how has it been going for you? So far, my twenty twenty two is actually you know what it's actually been good. You know, like I've found I've had kick up the ass when it comes to Cassie's kitchen, so I've been doing more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely had my creative in been in my creative bag. I've been doing stuff. I got promoted at work. 
Hi. That um that that should yeah. That. <laughs> Cheers. But yeah, I got my promotion and that's going great. Like I'm loving what I'm doing at the minute. And I think for the first time in a very long time, when it comes to work, yes, I'm tired, but I actually like going to work. I actually like logging on and doing my job. Yeah. And that I haven't had that feeling in years. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really, really good thing. Um, yeah, like I've, what, I've traveled twice this year. Kind of low for me because usually I'm like three, four holidays deep by now. But that's true. You and your <laughs> you and your girls love a girl's trip. That's we it. love they a girls love trip. A girls trip. <laughs> <laughs> we love a girls trip. To be fair, they went on a girls trip the other day. They went to Paris. For my fr- my friend's birthday's next month. Start of her birthday celebration was in Paris. Um, and they've done a few other trips this year. But I because I was going to raise my mum, and I had the wedding, yeah. my friend's wedding, and all that sort of stuff. Well, our friend's wedding, um, all that sort of stuff going on. I was like, let me just commit to these two. The next year, come we roll. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go all the places next year. Yeah. But yeah, this to be fair, I've actually had a really good year. Like I've committed committed myself to running the Hackney Half Marathon in May next year. Oh, you asked me about this, didn't you? I did, and you yeah, haven't, I given haven't, answer, I haven't, I haven't given you an answer. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not gonna answer on the podcast because I'm not making no yeah, I'm not, oh, yeah, I'm not making no no recording commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, but yes, like I've been starting off my training for that because during lockdown, like everybody else, I started running and then when the world opened up again, I was like, fuck this shit, I'm out and I stopped. So I started Couch to 5k seven weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, yeah, obviously at week seven and I'm running again, I'm getting faster. I did a 5k PB yesterday, you run 5k's in like what, half an hour? My personal best is 24 minutes. See, yeah, I'm not there, I'm nowhere near there yet. My PB for, well, yesterday's run anyway, was 41 minutes. Yeah. Which is damn fast for me, because last time I did a 5K properly, yeah. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An hour. Like, yeah. ooh. So, yeah, I'm getting faster. And I'm getting more confident. Bought, went out and bought myself some running trainers. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm taking this seriously, so I'm doing this. All yeah. about health and wealth and all that sort of stuff. So, I've, I've not waited till January to be like, oh, do you do me? No. Nah. Yeah. Starting before, so I can carry the good generated, good vibe, all that sort of stuff into the new year with me. Yeah. But yeah. So, what I was going to say. So, I mean, I'm by no means a 5K expert. By no means. By no means. <laughs> but what I would say about a 5K, I guess so the 5K is a good distance because it's like, it's a hard, every time you do it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be like quite yeah. a strenuous workout. Yeah. But it's not so hard that like you would think twice about doing it another time. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. One thing I kind of like had in my head when I was doing it is that like, you kind of have to unlike want the pain to happen. You know the pain when you're running and you're tired yep. and like your breath is hot. You, you kind of want, you kind of have to want that to happen. Yeah. And you kind of have to want that to happen sooner. So you can like, so that, then we can get that and you can kind of negotiate how to break through that. Yeah, you can like kind of work through it. Cause like, so with Couch to 5K, I don't know if anyone, don't know if you've done it. Probably a few people mm-hmm. listening hopefully have, or maybe if they haven't, they start you off in very small increments. So week one, it was like five minute warm up walk, run for a minute, walk for 90 seconds. And then you kept doing that until you run for like, or you built up to running for like eight minutes, I think. Yeah. Week one and two was like that. And then I think week three, week four was like run for 10 minutes and then run for five minutes and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, last week was week six. And I think I ran for, 
I did 50 minutes, walked 10 minutes, then walked and did the warm up, the, the cool down walk. Mm-hmm. This week, they're like, you can do this now. So walk for five minutes, run for 25 minutes. <laughs> so it's like, oh my God. And you have coaches. So my coach is Jasmine Evans because during lockdown, when she was on One Extra still, I had her on mm-hmm. and she, her and some of the DJs at One Extra became like my co-workers because mm-hmm. I had them on all day, every day, Monday to Friday when I, yeah. they were, because I wasn't really talking to my housemates. We weren't obviously in the same room working in our rooms, whatever we were doing. Mm-hmm. I had that and she did a really good thing during lockdown. She had on um, Good Vibes Radio. So you could do certain things. She played certain songs and she she's, I feel like she's a vibe anyway. Yeah. But having her kind of cheer you on and stuff when you're running, mm-hmm. like I think it got to a point where yesterday I was running and she's like, you run for 20 minutes. You've got this, keep going. Yeah. And hearing someone in your head go, you know, that's not you. Someone's going, keep going. You've got this. Yeah. It's great, man. So yeah, yeah if you have it, if you want to start running, use Catch to 5k. It's great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not getting paid to say I add. I'm just saying yeah. use it. It's fantastic. So speak into existence. Like one, or like one thing I always want to do. I've always like envisioned that being like a section in one extra, like a Black Boy podcast section. Yes. Or like a show, a segment that I, that I could host. But obviously, I mean, I imagine we might get into the conversation a bit later today. We might not, but um, sort of like the Black queer representation in, um, in one extra is... Um, Sorely lacking, we might say. <laughs> a little bit, but you have... Um, actually, wait, do you have anyone on March Star? I feel like Richie Brave, maybe by. So, I think it's... So, I think so, Richie Brave, it's not important about like what his actual sexuality is. That, it's not. And, yeah, and he does, like, so he does, um, like, talk about, speak on topics that are related to, like, LGBT issues that, fairly, like, fairly often. So, there, yeah. is, so there is so there is, there is a little bit yeah, of there is that. Like, when, when, whatever he is is irrelevant, but, yeah, there is a little bit of that, but it would be nice to see it more, because, to be fair, I listen to one extra on a daily basis. Yeah. So, and so yeah, speaking into existence, maybe one Cass's time. Kitchen, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one extra, if you're listening. Yeah. BBC, yeah. hi. BBC, oh, BBC, oh, we're listening. I'm, I'm here, I'm ready. I mean, we're both here. Like, we, can yeah. this. We, we, we can do this. Please, thank you. I appreciate it very much. Yay. Yeah. Um, I'll come in and cook for y'all. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but um, on the fitness and the health bag, it probably is good to mention our little wager we had earlier this year. Oh my God, yeah. So I'm going to guess around April of 2022. Uh-huh. Um, we decided to have a bet, I'd say, like a wager. We did. Now, I guess when, like, in the initial stages, it was very hazy on like what it's going to be. How what were the gonna, terms? What were the Who's terms? Who's going to win? What well, was, yeah. Yeah, but essentially the, the plan was that like we wanted to improve our health, get fitter. Mm-hmm. I know for sure that like in lockdown, I put on a ton of weight that I wanted to like shift. Most, most people did put on a bag of weight in lockdown. Exactly. And I just wanted to lose it. And I know that like there's no, there's no motivator like competition, basically. I'm competitive as like, honestly, I, I want to win at all costs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at all costs. Yeah. I anything I need to do to win. Yeah, so we decided to put our money where our mouths were. We put basically like £50 to a part. Yeah. We took about three months with it, maybe. Yeah, I think we extended it at We did point. extend it, yeah. Like yeah. We extended it for one month because mm. it was working for us both. Yes. So we originally planned it from April to about April to June, I think. 
Yeah, because you were going away that month. Oh, going away that month. That's mm-hmm. right. And now, when I went away, I was not sticking to any um to any diet. Of course, you're on holiday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then we um we kept it going to July. Um, yeah, because when I was away, I was in the gym. I took my mother is sixty three, guys. Me and my mum, or my mother and I, were in the gym on holiday. She came with me one day. Yeah. And then I went by myself the other days. But the fact is, she came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she lived her best life. Yeah. Plus the whole way. But she lived her best life. That's, well, that's what we got to do, isn't it? We've got yeah. like, especially our hard-headed parents. Like, you have Honestly, to make them do that. Because she's diabetic as well. So I was like, mommy, you need to do stuff. And she's complaining. She has a bad back. And she complains about her back hair. And I'm like, mommy, walk. Do stuff. Yeah. Get rid of the weight. And then you won't feel the back pain. But yeah. Yeah, they're hard-headed. Like, doing something is always better than doing nothing exactly. at all. Exactly. But, yeah, so we um, we did the diet bet. We put £50 pounds on it. What we did in the end is basically we got, like, three people, three people we thought would be fairly impartial to... And we um, we gave our weights before and after. Yep. We gave, and like, pictures. photos. Yep. I did, like, a personal statement, much like I was, like, complaining <laughs> myself. So did Cassie. Yeah, like we're trying to win Miss America right here. Like, exactly. you miss, miss, miss and miss the Great Britain. 150 pound line, you know. It's true. No, it's true. And nobody came to a decision. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. They could not decide. And to be fair, that's correct to us because that means we did so bloody well that they couldn't actually make the decision. Honestly, ask anyone. I was taking that seriously. I was working out two days, two times a day. Yeah. Like, I'd do a workout on my lunch. And then I do my thing, and then I go to gym after work. Like I was on it. Yeah, because I I wanted to win. Of even like um, <laughs> I mean, this is fun. This is but this is um, <laughs> the bad mind part of it coming out. Oh, but like when uh, like when um, we're in the group chat, and like you know, you get temptation. I'm like, oh yeah, have that, yeah, yeah, have that, um, have that takeaway. Yeah, like, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> you do that there. Honestly, yeah. you like well. What I think one time you were like, yeah, well, you know, you could go have a cheeseburger, but the bet, but you could, you know, you go eat that cheeseburger, it's fine. Go eat cheeseburger. Wait, I'm here, it's like I'm not gonna eat cheeseburger. Fuck you. Well, <laughs> I'll make, I'll have a cheeseburger, but I'll make it healthy. <laughs> oh my god. I wanted my money. So, yeah. so did you gotta, I. You gotta do what you gotta do. So did I. So, oh, yeah, was too funny. since there was no winner, we decided that we will both treat each other, which we actually haven't done yet. We haven't. We need to, but we're, we have lives. Like, we're busy. We are we're social, busy people, both yeah. social butterflies. So, we've yeah, got, you know... Yeah, there's just always a lot on, but we need to take the time. We do. This is true. We January. January. Because no one does anything in January. We should be free because everyone is broke in January. The only thing is that I like to do uh, dry, dry January. Yeah. Well, we can do dry jam. We can we can eat. Oh, of... no, 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 no. If we're doing this, we are re-drinking. Okay, fine. February. <laughs> Maybe February. If, if, if I don't do dry January, then dry January, then January for sure. To be fair, for me, dry January, it will hinge on whether I do the January or not. But yeah, so... And so, like, if you're going back to the year that we've had, I would say that it's, like, it's been a year of two halves for me. So, yeah. the first six months of the year, I remember being pretty good. So, um, I went on lots of holidays. Bear, bear, bear holidays. Jealous. Bear holidays. <laughs> Jealous. Bear holidays. Like, honestly, it seemed like every two weeks, 
I was um I was, I was wanting to catch a flight. Honestly, <laughs> seen you on Instagram on a plane again. Fuck off, <laughs> 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 oh, taking pictures. Oh, I'm here. All right, all right. Come home now, please. I'm done. Come home now. Which country did I go to? Let us see. So you this went to year, America. I went to. You went to Spain. So hold on, let's do this part. Let's do in chronological order. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, you were on the holidays. I was in this East England, didn't I? I was here in this bad vibes country. So please, by all means, sir, so go ahead. I think the first holiday, I think, was uh, to Barcelona, which was to Primavera Festival. Um, people who know and know that I'm like a huge vibe music fan, mm-hmm. huge festival goer. Went to Primavera mm-hmm. Festival. Then I went to... Glastonbury Festival. Did I do that first? Yeah, then, yeah, then I went to yeah, the Peter Festival, then went to Glastonbury Festival, which I go to like, pretty much every, every year. year, every single year. Then after that, I flew to New York. I visited yes. family in Chicago. Um, I visited Madrid after that. So then mm-hmm. um, I went to um, like a town called the Opiago, so for a wedding. So... I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been taking flights, yeah. He'd been everywhere, <laughs> but here, he'd been everywhere, like, honest, honestly, you know, what's Chicago like? Because I, it's on my list, I just haven't reached yet, but it's, it's on my list. Chicago was great, the only thing, so, the thing about Chicago is, so, I've got family in Chicago, mm-hmm. I have um, a cousin, and when I flew there, it coincided with my baby cousin's. I mean, it's what I've got called baby cousin, but it's it's kind of like a nephew, basically. Okay, fair. Um, like his third birthday. Oh, cute. And where they live is like in the Chicago kind of area, but actually not in Chicago. The city so like itself, the suburbs. The suburb. Mm. Suburb, the house down. Oh, wow. When okay. I was, when, I was, <laughs> on, when I was walking around the neighbourhood, it was giving with trivia names. Stop it was giving, it, no. it was giving with Not trivia. desperate housewives. It was giving, it was Did giving you see a desperate housewives. Did you I see a brie? I saw a brie. <laughs> I saw Lynette. Oh, wow. Okay. I saw a Susan. <laughs> I saw everybody there. I didn't see not one lick of police there. Oh, wow. I didn't hear any police sirens. It but you do like, know that in that neighbourhood, if they call police, they're there like that. Oh, so... I did see police one day. I don't. Mm. I, I I was doing the whole like Turk and twitching thing, but I didn't get the inside scoop of what was going on. Fair. But they were there, and they were there like the. See, <laughs> split. So you put the phone down. Oh, you're here. Like <laughs> that's in, in the suburbs. Yeah. Is how they do. You don't get that in the ghetto. Hours later, hours later, are they coming? <laughs> Honestly. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um, so one like it was a really great trip. I'd go again. I mean, I definitely plan to go again. Mm. But because obviously, like the the family, they have like a young child there. I didn't want to be like coming back like bare late yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. I get that. So I did kind of like Chicago in the daytime for most of it. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful city. The architecture there is astounding. I did the River Walk when I was there. So. In Chicago, in like the heart of Chicago, they have like, I mean, the only comparison they have to London would be like the River Thames, which like flows through kind of the heart of London. Yeah. It's not the River Thames, because it's like, it's not, it's not it's media. It's not nasty. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> it's not as nasty, it's not nearly as big as the as Thames, okay, but fair. it has like, and it runs throughout the city and there's like one big river walk that you can do, Ooh. and you can see like all the like big, uh, like big buildings, like Chicago's famous for its architecture. Yes. And you can get the best of it there. Okay. Um, I went to the Museum of Contemporary Art. I saw a Ooh. really great exhibition by 
a black queer artist called Nick Cave. Nice. And he designed what they call like a like a suit, like a sound suit, basically. And imagine if you have like if he when he described it, it's kind of like a cut of armor, but instead of that armor would be like twigs, branches would be like different things he he collected from the up front, like from nature and whatever. Mm. And it, he designed it after the Rodney King, like Rodney King, that like, happened yep. um, in LA, and it probably like protect, beds like protects like black people from like from like the really ills of the world, world, so to speak. And that was really good. I visited mm-hmm. from that. Um, I visited an area called Wicker Park, which is where all the hipsters were <laughs> basically. Hipsters were doing their thing. Hipsters, uh, hipsters galore. Okay. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I went to, I, I dragged my cousin, the one with the child, to a concert. Nice. I went to, um, what is it ever called? It's called Boys Town. Went to Boys Town in Chicago, yeah. which is like the gay area, did mm. that. So I had a really great time. I'm, I can't wait to go again. Nice. I, yeah, I got back to my heartbeat. And then, so the radio trip went, I flew to New York, stayed in a very sketchy part of of Queens for like one night. <laughs> Why stay in Queens? Girl, it was the ghetto. The ghetto, you know what I mean? It's the ghetto. It was Ooh, the, ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so I flew into JFK mm-hmm. and my next flight was from LaGuardia. Okay. So both airports are in Queens but it's quite, it's quite a while away. Yeah. So I, cause I want, I knew I need to get the flight the next day to quit to LaGuardia to get to Chicago. And let me stay as close as possible to LaGuardia airport. Makes sense. So I can just, I, I could like literally just walk there. And that is what I did when I was there. Fair. Well, that's why I stayed in Queen in the first bit, so. Fair enough. Um, yeah, went, they did one night in, um, in, in Queens, flew from there to Chicago. Which was cheaper than doing a flight direct from London to Chicago. It would be because I feel like state to state, like flying it's in America, much is so cheaper. much cheaper. Yeah, my original plan was to fly to yeah to fly from London to Chicago and then from Chicago to New York yeah, and then to come back again. Mm-hmm. But it was just it, yeah, it turned out cheaper to fly to New York, do an internal flight to mm-hmm. Chicago. and then fly back again to New York, spend the time there. So that's what I did. Because it'd be like us flying like. Around Europe, because yeah. like you've got one of my friends is going to Budapest. What tomorrow? That's yeah. out sixteen pounds. Like yeah, so yeah, I get it. It wasn't like don't you know, it wasn't that cheap. I went in obviously, like, yeah. but it was cheaper than if you did it from then here. I did to, to there. there. To, yeah, yeah, it was much cheaper than doing it that way. So that was what Fair. I did. I flew back to uh, Chicago. Was in Chicago for five. No, sorry, I flew back to New York from Chicago. and uh, spent five days in New York, and the girl is. I love New York. I See, the love thing about New, New York, York is New York is my what's it? My fourth favorite city. Yeah. Maybe my second, my first favorite outside of London, yeah. outside of England, should I say? But New York, if I could, live, I've already said, if I could live anywhere else in this world, yeah, it would be New York. I would love to do like a year in New York. Same. Just one year, 12 months. I Same. don't want to become a naturalised American citizen. Hell no. I don't no. want to prepare to not allegiance to my flag. I don't want, yeah. <laughs> Let me live there. Let me live there from two, a year, maybe two, and then come home. Mm. Because for me, New York has to, 
It's a city that never sleeps. Yeah. I absolutely love New York. Like, you can do so much. Yeah. There are so so many things to do. The people, everything about New York, I, I fucking love it. Yeah, no, me too. So, I think that the thing that I loved about it the most compared to London, London is a very cosmopolitan city, mm-hmm. much yep. like New York is. But the big, big difference in New York is that things are still alive at night. 100%, yep. And you know that I'm a night owl, so like I like to do things at night. I like to go places, I like to see things. Yeah. I like to do that in New York and not the same way I can do that here. No, because like here you have to be in the know to get to places yeah. at night. Like you, People have to let you know what's going on. Whereas New York... You could be minding your business, walking down the road, there's a rave. Okay, cool. Pay my yeah. money, go in and do what I need to do. Like, yeah, exactly. But here, you know, I have that. But for me, yeah, New York is, honestly, the shopping is fucking great. Like, I, Ainsley knows I love a shoe. I love a shoe, I love a bag. I'm rolling my eyes. This is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again. I love a shoe, I love a bag, right? The first time I went to New York as an adult and I had my own money, I saved my student loan because I... I worked and whatnot. I went to New York for my 25th birthday and I spent, I think I took about three grand and I pretty, much, pretty much spent about most of it. <laughs> we had to buy another suitcase to come home because we went ham. I bought so much stuff. I bought my, my, my little niece her first pair of Jordans. I, I went in because you could literally, yeah, like the shopping was great. This was when the pound was stronger than the dollar. Now it would be a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, of course. But then, cool, I was pulling. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd be like, Bleh. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to, so yeah, I went to New York. Uh, me and my partner, we went to New York. It wasn't as bad, it wasn't as bad as it was since like Liz Truss's government came in and like tapped the pound. But it was like getting close to it. Okay. So the thing okay. that was the hardest that we, that we were there is that like it was just like so expensive, unbelievably but New expensive. Yeah, like it depends on where you go because like, I know we went for Labor Day. Yeah, because it was near my birthday and we did their carnival. So the first abroad carnival I went to was in New York. Lit by the way, New York. New Yorkers, if any New Yorkers listen to this, you man can do crowd control very very well. <laughs> we can learn a thing or two from you at Notting Hill Carnival. Just saying. Anyway, it was like. Yeah, it's it's an expensive city anyway. Yeah. Well we went and when I say we went we went to we Central Park, we went to Harlem, we went to have you had a Sylvia's you know that yep. soul uh, yeah we tried of course, of course. Sylvia's Soul. Did you go to Juniors? Tell me what's Juniors. Didn't go to Juniors. <gasps> I don't even know what Juniors is, what are Juniors? It's basically like a little let's say not little, it's like a massive you get like cake. They do the best cake and cheesecake I've had in my life. Yeah. They're still open, pandemic didn't kill them, thank the Lord. But yeah, fucking, oh my God. The cakes that we got from there, cheesecake. Oh my God. Okay. I still fantasize about this cake. And I've been in New York since 2017. Yeah. I would happily jump a flight to go get this cake. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. But yeah, and, that was, and I think New York was what? First time I've tried Wingstop. Tried what? Wingstop. Oh, they've got one here now, actually. Yeah. 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 Same, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have it, you know. But yeah, Everything I went to the Museum of Modern Art, the Museum of Modern nice. Museum, did the Highline. Nice. We went to Hell's Kitchen, that's where like the gay scene is. Mm-hmm. I met, um, have you heard of your Brita Filter from Drag yes. Race? Yeah, I met. 
you know what? She was a bit annoying on her season. Honestly. But I think as a person, on she's the probably night, nicer. On the night, she was the sweetest person. Oh, uh, yeah, she was really nice. It's she, the edit. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, it probably mm. was the edit. Yeah, she was honestly great. She was entertaining. She was, I mean, if you're not like, New York, is one of the one of the toughest places to be a drag queen in the world. Yeah, so it's so concentrated. There's so many drag there's queens. There's so many in New drag York. queens in one place. So if you are doing it, and she had a night, so her and Lizzie the Queen Jasmine Rice, mm-hmm. they had a night in um, on a Sunday at Hardware Bar. It was called. Okay. And they did it together. And so you have to be, you have to be professional queen if you're, uh, if you're doing that. 100%. But yeah, I saw Jasmine Rice, I saw a black bearded queen, Keisha Carr, who was nice. so fierce, yeah. Yeah. Um, at the one at Hardware, I ended up on stage, man. I was like, had to lip sync for my life. <laughs> Knowing you as well as I knew, you shut the shit down. I shut it down. <laughs> you're going to come ahead and embarrass nobody, okay? You're going to embarrass no one. You're going to do what you need to do. You're gonna do what needed to be <laughs> done. done. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so um so yeah, I licked it for my life. Now they they gave it like a double like a tie. And what Which they is rude. They asked like who like who wins and they, they did it by like round of applause, by cheers, and I won hundred percent got got better cheers. And like I, I I don't mean to shade the other guy, but like <laughs> Shade him, she's not here, shade him. My dancing was 100% better, 1,000% better. Because you can dance. But yeah, how's the rest of your, your year been other than your travels? Because we went off on a whole full We did, tangent. went on a whole tangent. Yeah, so I was mentioning that like, it was like a year or two halves. And then like, um, I came back for my holiday in like August time. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, it's just kind of been. I just started having a few problems at work, mm. and honestly, it's just like sent me. I don't want to put a fine point on it, but I just really just not have not been having a good time uh, about it, like work wise, just life wise. Mm. You know, when you get to the point where I mean, I'm only thirty one years old, I'm relatively young. Relatively, you are. What do you mean, relatively? You are yeah. Young. <laughs> But I still feel like, I just feel like I just haven't really achieved anything. And I don't have any job satisfaction. That I get. I don't enjoy my job anymore. Um, it hasn't really been gone well for me these last few months. Mm. I feel like I just haven't really achieved anything. I just feel quite hopeless, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah, hopeless Hopeless is the, um, is probably the word I need to describe. Mm. Aww. One of the things that has motivated me to um, bring the podcast back actually is like me to do things that I enjoy again. Which is, is great. And I feel like we need to do more of that, especially for our mental health, especially now yeah. when the world is going to shit. Yeah. We need to do things that make us happy like more often. And I feel like being around friends, doing things that you love yeah, will make a huge difference. Yeah. I think I've discovered that in the last like, year or so that I'm quite an anxious person anyway. Ooh, yeah, anxiety. Yeah, um, and so, like, the last, like, maybe two, three months or so, I just, like, really hasn't, uh, like, really hasn't been good, like, mm. mental health. So, I came back from holiday, 
And obviously, like, when you have, like, two weeks from work, like, from work, and I think come back, and it's like, like a whole shit storm that it's hits like you. It's like a tsunami, it's like, what? It is, yeah. Uh-huh. And, like, that, that hit me. Mm. And, like, it just hasn't really recovered since. Do you have, so when you go away, like, do you have some little buddy system in place where someone will pick up the stuff that you can't because obviously you're not in the office? Or is it, it will We're keep to get to, But it doesn't, it doesn't really happen that way. And the workload is so phenomenal anyway. Just do what you're doing. That is half people to, uh, like, to pick up on your work. See, that's mad to me because I feel like the sector that you work in, I know you've had budget cuts, like, like all of us. Yeah. Every sector has had budget cuts. But I feel like what you do, yeah. there needs to be more of you in your department. Absolutely, yeah. But because they're trying to save money, because they yeah. can't afford to do things, they're like, here's all the work, y'all do it. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. Because like with us, for example, we lost someone today. Well, yeah, we lost someone today. And we've been down one member of staff for, I want to say, about six months. Yeah. And there's no way of them, well, so there's no way they don't want, to, there's a hiring freeze at the minute. And it's like, we need the help. Yeah. We're busy. Yeah. Like, if you want us to hit our targets of getting to things within five working days, then we need the extra body. Mm-hmm. Now, we're hitting the 10. Sometimes you can get things done before then. But without the extra body, you're lucky if you get a response from us within the 10 working days. Because more than nine times out of 10, I'm sending you a whole email again. I will get to your query when I have time. Yeah, exactly. One thing I will say is that, like, I think... Always, like, when you're in a situation that you want to take some accountability. Yeah. But I understand, like, part of the position that I'm in now that I probably could have, like, handled the work a bit better than this. Mm-hmm. So there were, like, two cases in particular. And there was one that... To be honest with you, there was one situation that I was in and that I just didn't agree with the, like, with their position, like, with the, um, like, the company position that they took on it. Okay. So I just didn't do it. <laughs> You're like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... <coughs> excuse me, I didn't do it. And that had more blowback on me. Yeah. Yeah, so, like... So, that... I mean, whether I agree or not, like, I know that, like... Ultimately, it will come back on me again. But then... In situations like that, can you speak to your manager about the position? Or is it, this is how we're doing it, shut the fuck up and do it? Basically, oh, yeah. wow, okay. Yeah. And, like, with another one, I felt like it's kind of, like, let's say that we've, we agree on one course of action. Mm-hmm. And then what always happens is that, like, someone who's more higher up thinks that it should have happened this another way. But then you're, like, in trouble for not doing it the other way when I didn't know we had to do that. I feel like communication in a lot of places is seriously lacking. Like, the higher-ups, yeah, fine. You don't do my job day in, day out. So what you think you can do is one thing. What isn't the actual reality of the situation is completely different. Yeah. Because we've had that in my department where something was basically done. Yeah. The higher-ups, like the proper head honchos were like, oh, you shouldn't die that way. And my my big boss was like, mm, well, we do this day in, day out. Had to be done this way. Otherwise, this could have happened. Yeah. And big, bo- like big, big bosses were like, "Oh," she was like, "Yeah, yeah. no." <laughs> like the one yeah. thing, the one thing I, I I love about my current boss 
she will go to bat with any. She will go to war with anybody. Anyone, anybody can get it. Yeah. <laughs> anyone can get it. Because when she knows she's right, yeah. you want to try to tell us, her department, how to do things. She'd be like, no, we're doing it this way. Yeah. But there's no buts, we're doing it this way. Yeah. Until you chew me, you show me that it's done another way and it works. Yeah. Calm. But we're doing it this way. Yeah. And I feel like having someone in your corner makes a big difference. And I don't feel like you have that. No, I don't feel like that either. And Which like I shit. said, yeah, like I said, I, yeah, I, you know when you feel like you're in a rut, mm-hmm. I've been feeling like I've been in a rut for, like I said, at least three months now, Ouch. at least three months. And I don't, I don't really know what the, like what the end is to, what the end is to all of that. Well, most people are like, I'm in a rut, leave. Mm. But it's also finding if you leave, what do you want to do? I'm applying for, I'm applying for new jobs. Of like, I'm trying to change careers, and that's just like really hard, man. It kind of feels like you're starting from the bottom again. Yeah. And it's just really competitive. So, and the job I do, like, it's flexible. It does work for me. It helps me pay my bills. So. Mm-hmm. But I know. Helps yeah. me for your damn holidays. So well, I get there it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand it. I just think that yeah, like I don't have any children. Of her life. Cheers, cheers to being child free, by the way, because, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ain't got no picnic. So I kind of feel like I can really do something. Oh, like, I can do something to, like, try and get to where I need to be. I hear it, yeah. And it's just like, it's not really happening. And I just, yeah, I, like I said, feel hopeless a lot of the time. I'll be completely honest with I you. I don't want you to give up hope because I feel like. I am not that religious. Like, I'm not, you know, a person that's like, quit your job, go provide. No, I ain't saying that shit. Keep your job. Yeah. You have bills. But I do think things happen at the right time. Yeah. And I do think divine timing is a thing. I feel like, you know, God will make a way at some point. Yeah. We need to learn lessons that we need to learn before we get there. Yeah. Because I feel like with my current position, I worked in estate agency for a very long time and where I was before this you know mm-hmm. I fucking hated it yeah and I was not in a good place yeah. where I previously worked it was fucking it was horrible and I was like fuck it I'm gonna quit because I'm going back to my mom's house yeah. like I ain't got bills I got bills why I got that many bills like I could afford to pay my, my little bills but it's not like I've got anywhere to rent and then I found somewhere to move into with my friend and I was like Okay, cool. So maybe I have bills again. Yeah. And my job, pretty much, I applied for it. But for the interview, I beat out a whole bunch of people. And I found out today, in fact, the person that left the job today, I beat her out the first time around to get, the, to get this role. Yeah. Or that role. Mm-hmm. Um, got the job, went to Jamaica, got COVID, couldn't start. It was a whole madness. But... 12 months later, I'm here. Yeah. It all fell into place. Yeah. I don't know how. I didn't question it because yeah. I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. Like, yeah. you know, so I feel like things happen when they're meant to. Yeah. So don't lose hope. I feel like just keep doing what you're doing. Keep applying things. Keep doing what you're doing. 
the right thing will be like, yo, B, I'm, I'm in your face, hey, and you'll get it, and it will just, everything will slot into place eventually. Just keep applying, keep doing what you're doing. Just try not to lose hope and lose faith because some, the thing that you're looking for is there. Yeah. You maybe need to learn a few lessons first before yeah. you get there. I just, yeah, I just don't want to feel like this anymore. <laughs> I get it. I honestly do get it because when I left my last job, I felt I felt the same. I there were times where because I think because I did it during the pandemic as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and I had I had people calling and yelling at me for 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 because I didn't respond to their email. I start my job at nine. They emailed at eight fifty nine and they called and it's like, bro, I just turned on my computer. Yeah. The shit ain't even hot yet. Like. Yeah. And all of that stuff and dealing with all everything else and people's other business and whatever else all kind of fell on me. And it's like, I, it all got to me. And I get in your position, what you do, that the things that you deal with on day to day, they get to you. Mm-hmm. And where you've got no support, because I felt like I didn't have any support in my job, where you've got no support, it makes it even worse. Yeah. So try and find the good things outside of your job. Yeah. To make it better. Yeah. Easy said and done, I know. But try and get all the extrinsic value that you can, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. So that when you do get the new job and it's something you want to do and you're feeling great about it, you can hold on to, it's good, it's great, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Because like, with my job now, I may not enjoy it every day because I have to do some shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to quit. I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to stab nobody. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one I work with has caused me any pain. Like a certain someone that we both work with at some point. <laughs> I don't want to kick him down those stairs. You know, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Chicken gate will not be repeated. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, like you will find, and obviously I'm not saying that like, now because with my job, it could all change tomorrow. Yeah. But at the moment, mm-hmm. I'm alright and I actually genuinely like and I'm I think because I'm learning so much about pro- different processes and whatnot and things that I can take on and they're they will pay me to go back to uni if I really want to yeah Rob this England I will be doing all the things yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically so yeah like once you find that place yeah you'll be good but no yeah I am like, I am making a concerted effort this time you know when people like complain, 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 but they're not doing anything. I hate them kind of people. So yeah, yeah. No, I am. Um, I just well. That was no shade, by the way. When I said I hate, I hate them kind of people, that wasn't shady. Carry I mean, on. Wasn't shady. I mean, it's the truth, though, isn't it? On a brighter note, the best two concerts, and I think quite a few concerts this year. Mm-hmm. The best two I've seen is Burner Boy. And Jesse Ware. Interesting. So, Burner Boy, I saw at Primavera Festival in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And I saw in Glastonbury Festival. Sensational. Live band, which okay. I always appreciate. Live band, live it? choir. And everybody knows all his hits. Everyone knows all his hits from Love Damini. Is it Damini or Damini? I don't know. Well, anyway, I'm going to be controversial. Mm. So, you know, I'm Caribbean to 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 to, to hill, right? To the yeah. cast come home, yeah. At carnival this year, oh, I hear right. 
I heard last let's get, last. let's get into this. Yeah, let's get in, let's get into this. Too many times. Yeah, and I get it. We're in the diaspora. I get, like you know, it's an it's an amalgamation of African and Caribbean cultures fusing as one. I I, I hear it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but last last should not have been the carnival anthem. Yeah, it is not soca. It's Afrobeat. I'm not saying that Afrobeat should not be played at Carnival. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. However, the song Carnival this year should have been Patrice Roberts' Mind My Business. Okay. That's what it should have been. Yeah. Not last, last. I saw the, like, the debate raging on Twitter about like the place of and Afrobeat. And TikTok and everywhere, yes. Everywhere. I think, to be fair, I do, I do think that's quite a niche thing. Like, I think if you're not kind of like black British... Then I don't think you'll be like tuned into kind of like, the conversations that we have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I think that the essence of the argument is that like Night Hill Carnival, as I would probably say, most of the carnivals, the majority of carnivals, the black carnivals, mm-hmm. I would say, in the UK are ones that are Caribbean, so ones that yep. are take on a Caribbean tradition. Yep. You have um, you have the float, you have the soca. You play mass. You yes. play, yeah. Now, um, obviously, in the UK in in general, but specifically in London, they um, the Afro Caribbean community as the black population has been dwarfed by the African community, West African community in particular. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah, I think that's, no, yeah, yeah, fact, I, that's yeah, a factual. Can... That's a factual thing. Yeah, and now that's that the influence is so heavy, so cultural influence is so heavy. Mm-hmm. That like we're seeing it in like in the carnival, yeah. But like I think so. One side, one side of the argument is that like Hill Carnival is a um, Caribbean, the Caribbean tradition. That people have genuinely forced to have to have Hill Carnival to keep going this long. Yeah. That that means that the Caribbean Caribbean tradition, the soca in particular, needs to be prioritised here. Yeah. I I see the I, I see the argument to, to a certain extent I agree with it, but at the same time like on the others we live in a metropolitan city where we're not we are not the the majority we're not it's not just about Caribbeans, and my thing in that argument is I understand that it's not just the Caribbean it's not just us yeah so having Afrobeats at carnival I hear it I respect it I get it however. The reason we play mass at Carnival is come from the Caribbean. Yeah. We brought tradition over to the UK and Nottingham Carnival came about because of the Nottingham riots. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your history, I'm not about to sit here and give, because obviously not you, but I'm not about to sit here and give a whole history lesson on, on Nottingham Carnival because you need to read. Go do your own research. But the traditions have come from the Caribbean. Yeah. I'm not saying that people from Africa can't be involved in that tradition because that's bullshit. Obviously, we're all black and, you know, we are one, essentially. Of course, you can be involved in what we do. Mm-hmm. However, what I don't understand is the fact that people in general, some African and some Caribbean, don't understand the history of Carnival yeah. and the history of Calypso and Soka. Mm-hmm. I'm Jamaican. You're Jamaican. We don't fuck with soca like that. Yeah. Soca's not our... We have bashment, reggae. Like, that's mm-hmm. us. 
But I, because my sister, I've got family that is small island. Yeah. I've grown up with Soka. Yeah. And I love Soka. And I will fight for Soka till the cows come home as well as Bashment and, you know, reggae and all that sort of stuff. I will go to them nights because I, I love the music. Generally, grown up on it, love it. People need to respect the fact that when you come to an event mm-hmm. like Carnival or like a Soka Fet or something, mm-hmm. the majority of music that you're going to hear will be Soka. Mm-hmm. I don't go to Afrobeat Rave and be like, oh yeah, can you play some uh, Masha Mantano, please? Because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm the soul Jamaican in the place. I want to hear some vibes cuts. No. Yeah. So why is it that when you come to our events, why are you playing Afrobeats? Because you're at a Soka event. Yeah. Or because you're at a Bashment Rave. Why, yeah. why, why are you begging me to play Last Last? Yeah. If I've got it, I'll play it eventually, but I'm not going to play it because you asked me to. Yeah. Like people need, I feel like people need to respect this space you've come in you've come into our house essentially carnival as bad as it's gonna sound is our house yep you must come in and respect traditions of our house yeah the same way when we go to your events we respect the traditions of your house yeah and that's kind of where i stand on that yeah. if you're if you're being invited into a space and it's, it's not just it's not just with um you know african people it's everybody when you come to carnival you come in, you respect our house. Yeah. So, when it comes to carnival, like, um, R&B music, for instance, is nope. American. Nope. What when I, I go carnival, I want to hear soca. I want to hear nothing about soca, bashment, reggae, that's it. But in, like, in, like, her carnival, there's, like, there's... You get it all. What, what I'm specifically trying to say is that, like, there's, um, like, for instance, you know, like, the rampage, the rampage sound. Yeah. So, um, for those who don't know, the Rampage, the Rampage 10, the Rampage area, mm-hmm. it basically, it's like, I, I, I want to say urban music, but like people, basically it's like urban music, so it's like you grime. Have, grime, hip hop, R&B, rap. Yeah. rap. Oh, they play everything. Every, everything black, yeah. essentially. But, it's, it, but it's, it's not just black, isn't it? It's, it's not, like, but like the, the like urban, urban music black, scene. Yeah. That's what you get. But like, it's like, well, when yeah. I say urban, like, the reason why I was hesitating because like they they say that all black music is urban and that's not what they not, that, not that's true. not no, what that's not what the rampage that's not what rampage sound does. It's but they true. do that they aimed at a younger like a younger crowd and they aimed at people yeah. and they aimed at like people who were like from the UK. I'd yeah. say yeah, yeah. So and that has been a staple of of like, carnival, carnival for years for like, as long as I can remember 20, going twenty plus years. Yeah. So like that, like and that, like I understand, but as I've gotten older and yeah. I've gone in touch with my roots, I when I go to carnival, I want to hear soca. Yeah, I want to hear the things I've run the old school soca that I've grown up with, and the new school soca that I listen to often. Yeah, but I get because we're in London, you have an amalgamation and a mix of all the genres and the, and everything, so I understand it. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I go to a carnival, say if I go to if I end up going to Saint Lucia next year, I'm gonna hit nothing but soca. Yeah. And it's gonna start with the Lucian soca. Then it's gonna go to the Grenadian soca. Then it's gonna go to Vince, all the islands, and then we're gonna get a smidgen of bashment, a little bit of reggae, but then it's gonna go right back to soca. Yeah. I'm probably not gonna hear any garage. Yeah. I'm not gonna hear any grime. Like the thing that makes not in a carnival so special is the fact that you've got a mix and blend of everything. Because we are, 
we are black British. Yeah. And that in itself is special because no one else can relate to our experience. Yeah. Growing up in the noughties and the 90s in particular, nobody, not even the ones that are coming up now, none of them can understand what it's like when we hear like pow. Yeah. Or like that kind of stuff. Or, yeah. or garage. Like no one, little man, like yeah. no, they, they won't understand that. Mm-hmm. So that's what, and I understand that's what makes Nottingham Carnival in itself so special that you have everything. But at the sound systems, because sound systems, that was a Jamaican element of Carnival. That is the Jamaican element of Carnival. Yeah. Because Jamaicans were like, cool, we got the sounds. Y'all do the mash, y'all do that. You yeah. know, we do the tan up and tan sabak and yeah. that's what Jamaicans do. But the rest of the islands, you go and walk up and do what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and with the sounds and the mass and all that sort of stuff, that's, that is what makes Carnival. Yeah. So I understand that separate elements make up the whole thing and you've got different music that you play at different different places. But for me, people need to respect the fact that at Carnival, not Carnival in particular, mm-hmm. it's Caribbean. Yeah. And Caribbean music, all the Caribbean music, and that does include some of the Spanish-speaking islands, yeah, I agree with that, actually. Caribbean yeah. music takes precedence over every other genre of music. Yeah. So, the bachata, the merengue, uh, the, salsa. The reggaeton. Reggaeton, bashment, calypso, soca, reggae, all that stuff will take precedence over every other genre of music. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I don't run like no carnival, so... <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers are lucky. I don't run like no carnival. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm not saying no other drama can be played, because it can. Yeah. But, small, small. Give me one Afrobeats, maybe two Afrobeats tunes, and then back... We're going back. back. <laughs> All right, Cass. So, what? We've had a great time this evening. We have. We've been chatting, we've been laughing... We've, I've been like, you poured my heart out. Whatever. You did. Yeah. Love you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Cassie's Kitchen. Um, like, where can we find you? How can we find out more information? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Cassie's Kitchen on Instagram. Um, I'm also at Cassie's Kitchen on TikTok as well. Um, yeah, more things are coming. I am post. I try and post things weekly. Um, I'm trying out a whole bunch of things. Christmas is pretty much around the corner and I've tried out a few Christmas recipes. A few more are coming over the next couple of weeks and then you'll be able to see my massive Christmas dinner that I'm, who I'm cooking this year. Um, <laughs> is that your first time or no? Um, well, mum's doing the turkey because yeah. <laughs> I don't trust doing the turkey for, for 10 people. I'm not even going to lie to you. Everything else, yeah. I'm doing with my sous chef, my big sister. Um, so yeah, it's my first time doing a lot of the food, but I, I will have help. Okay. I eat, I will be telling my sister what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all of that will be documented on TikTok and Instagram, um, in stories, and I'll be posting reels and whatnot as well. But yeah, Cassie's Kitchen on Instagram, Cassie's Kitchen on TikTok, and yeah, follow me. Okay, amazing. Well, right, thank you for joining me. Thanks for on having me. On this episode of Blackboard Joy Podcast. Like I said, you're gonna you gonna you gonna see her, you're gonna hear from her again. So it's not goodbye. It's till the next time. Till the next time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks, guys.
Thanks again to Kathy for joining me on this episode of Blackboard Joy Podcast. As usual, all her socials or information about her you need will be in the episode notes as you get your podcast. Uh, please remember to like, subscribe, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or just a five-star rating on Spotify. You can follow me on Instagram at Podcast or on Twitter at BLKBoyJoyPod. Send any questions, any feedback to blackboardjoypodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, that's it. So have a blessed week and catch you for the next one. Thanks.